0: Hello darling, nice to see you.
1: it's been a long time, you're just as lovely as you used to be, how's your new love, are you happy, hope you're due.
0: Never
2: edit. All right, here in studio. Studio A, we're rolling it out for Jeff Squires. None of this Studio B stuff when <laughs> we bring in the heavy hitters. I like Studio B. Uh, you do? The yeah. acoustics are slightly better. It's high expectation with heavy hitter there, Chris. Well, we need to go to acoustics for a guy who we may dabble into country music. Yeah. We just might. Yeah. Um, so, Jeff Squires. I had to go into just to make sure my ducks were in a row, I had to go on to LinkedIn. Oh my. Hockey <laughs> <Harking> TV. But <laughs> anyway, we can we can we can dive into the nitty-gritty. But Squires, twenty years ago, you were coaching UPEI. I was one of your players. I believe were you still mm-hmm. principal at King Yes, I was. Yeah. So fast forward twenty years later, president of White Cap Entertainment, mm-hmm. uh Cavendish Beast Music Festival. Yep. President of PEI Brewing Co. Correct. There's our first question. Tell us a little bit about that story. How you got here in twenty years?
0: Well, <laughs> how long do we? How long do we, How long do we have? That's a tough. One. A tough. Great question, to start, Chris. Yeah, you. you uh, We're called Synergy Stories. Well, so if you you committed the, you committed the corner swinging on that one. So, um I guess my first my first comment would be, uh, you know, change. Was a deaf went, within the educate you know went the education field as a, as I finished my my post secondary my master's degree and and getting into that field um, you know my love of sports and working with young people took me down that road uh, I was fortunate to grow up in, in family business uh, rural PEI um, so got to see that side of things and, and I think as uh, as I continue to get a little bit older uh, I think I found that um, that. Desire and and that push was to, you know, to be continuing to do stuff for yourself on your own, and that entrepreneurial spirit was was I think inside of me, and and I would say yeah, burning inside of me, and wanted to take on some challenges, and uh, realized that having youth on my side, um, I thought that was uh, and been an opportunity, having an o- having some opportunities to present themselves, I was able to go and make a career change from being a. Uh, an educator in our public school system to to being an entrepreneur and in living and working in, in that world so your first move was from to image works my first move Chris was uh, actually uh, I'll keep connecting the dots I'll even go you know you and you and all, you and I you know, our relationship goes back to even when you were a younger guy when you were coming to Andrews hockey mm-hmm. and uh, I was uh, just at a saint of X and was a, a a senior instructor there for Alan when he started to make the move into having his business on a full-time basis and I was one of those young guys Alan had around on a, on a full-time basis and Chris McPhee was a young young, young player honing his, his, his skills uh, coming through there. So uh, I went from working at Andrews hockey growth programs when Alan made his move to Slemon Park in the early 90s um, to going back to school and getting my masters to becoming a, uh, a school teacher and becoming a principal uh continued to coach throughout those years and then had an opportunity to buy Image Works, which was a, a, a marketing company here in Prince Edward Island that produces the PEI Handbook, the tourist publication you see uh, every year here in PEI. That was one of our properties uh, that we owned and um, made that move from that business, um, transition then into PEI Brewing Company and Whitecap enter- enter- Entertainment. So, so Brewing Co was 2009? Runeco was two thousand nine. I think the early early days of of forming a company and figuring out the direction that you know that took a year in its mm-hmm. in its uh, in its beta beta uh, stage and uh, then forming the company in two thousand ten. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, so why craft beer? Why craft beer? It's delicious. It's delicious. Yeah, it's, it's 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 part of the chain. Like I'll go back to even how consumer trend consumer trends and and, and we're changing at the time, Chris, and I think there was a move uh, towards uh, flavor and craft and local, and we saw the opportunity was happening in other jurisdictions across the world and across North America, mm-hmm. and uh, it was an opportunity for PEI in PEI uh, to develop a product and and suite of products that could fill that emerging gap and our emerging trend and fill that and fill that gap so that's why craft beer yeah was wow. there was there a risk in that or was it were you guys
3: confident enough in i guess mm-hmm. the trend that you were pretty
0: sure that it was going to work or okay great question maybe, maybe a bit of both I yeah think. so that'll uh, great Two great questions, Javi, I'll relate that back to the entrepreneurial spirit. Was there a risk? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, I had a biz- business partner, Kevin Murphy, that was in the restaurant business and was already doing some craft beer under the Gahan, in the Gahan House mm-hmm. restaurant, and so we had a little bit of history. The risk was saying, can we bring that to the marketplace? Can we scale that up and bring it to the marketplace? with the marketplace here in Atlantic Canada receive it mm-hmm. so that was the that was the uh that was the risk part two of your question were you sure <laughs> uh, no no <laughs> um, and, and that is the that's kind of the the balance between taking that step in managing risk and it goes back to all related to confidence did you have the confidence you could make it work yes yeah Um, but that doesn't always equate into success, but the confidence factor was definitely there saying, Hey, we're going to do this and we're going to make it work. And we're confident that we're going to make it, that we're going to make it work. Yeah. So, um, just kind of on that, on that note, Jeff, you
3: mentioned, um, your partner, Kevin Murphy. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more in terms of not just Kevin, but anyone you surround yourself with, whether it's employees or really even your friends, your associates, what are some qualities you look for? Oh, uh,
0: I think we all have our network of friends and family and, and uh, um, you know, first and foremost, I, I, you know, I had wonderful parents that, that, that taught me some uh, wonderful skills uh, growing up with, regard, with regards to you know, commitment and, and, uh, and hard work and effort and putting your best foot forward and, and maintaining a positive attitude um, my wife Kara has been has, has been along for for uh, all the challenges along along the way and, and his, his Has been a, a, a wonderful support and, and uh, a wonderful par- partner in, in the challenge that we, we, we've taken And then you look at you, you look at your you know, I've had great mentors and coaches along the way as, as well and uh, everybody uh, whether it's uh, um, an Alan Andrews or an Alan Stewart or a Turk Galant or people uh, Gavin Glant, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of names that kind of come to my mind of, of people that, uh, that, that have, have shared a lot of their wisdom and a lot of their, a lot of their advice, um, along the way is I've taken, um, my steps and our steps along the way and you get something for, you get something from everybody. Uh, and it's so powerful to have that, that strong network of family and friends, um, through the working within and, and providing you, uh, support and advice and wisdom, um, with all the good, the bad, and the ugly that, right. that comes along. So
3: what about best advice you've either given or provided, uh, you know, re- received or provided mm-hmm. or ignored?
0: Wow. Uh, probably a different answer. One, one thing that I, uh, one thing that I think I, I can share that would be is you're going to take a lot of you're going to take a lot of body blows along the way Mm -hmm. when you when you assume risks you take on challenges you put yourself out there and you take those body blows and sometimes you feel that you've been Mm shortchanged taken advantage of been left out um, came out on the short end of the stick things didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out or thought it would work out but the high road is always a good road, and I think uh, as you go down, as you, you, you do stuff that that we that we all do, I think if you can if you can take the high road, mm-hmm. and even when things don't go your way, don't get down into the don't get down into the the mudslinging. Don't hold vendettas. Don't use your energy. Don't use your positive energy to to, uh, to foster those feelings of I'm going to get you back. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get even or uh, I'm going to get one up on you. Just continue to move on and, and take the high road and focus what you need to be focused on and not what, uh, not something that you feel you've gotten the short end of the, of, of the, of the stick. Use your energy going forward uh, and take that high road and really be very conscious of, of that that always is a good road. Maybe in the short term you feel that you're giving something yeah. up or that there's a cost to it, um, but in the long term, I think the high road is always a good road. Yeah, I think that's especially true here. Um,
3: you can definitely speak to that better than I can, but it's such a small place that yep. you know there's only so many bridges. Yeah, and if you burn half of them, you don't have a lot left. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff, going back,
2: you had mentioned kind of the people you surround yourself with, and you know Kara. Al Stewart and these people. Yeah. He talked about the body blows of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So you're a couple years into the Brewing Co. Yeah. So what do people say when you start throwing around the idea, hey, I think we're going to turn this piece of land in rural PEI into a massive Mm -hmm. music festival? What is
0: the initial feedback from (laughs) the The initial feedback, um, the initial feedback, Chris, probably was, uh, what the hell are you doing? What are you talking about? People didn't have a pitch. There was no picture of what it looks like. And, and I go back to, uh, and I do remember the first, we don't even have press conferences any, any, anymore, really, really, unless the political powers want to make sure that everybody gets rec- re- recognized. But you know. I go back to uh, I go back to a press conference we had down at the Confederation Centre, and it was probably back in two thousand nine, so that's eleven or twelve years ago, and it was around you know this time of the year, and I talked about the venue in Cavendish. Well, the venue in Cavendish, let's be realistic, was a cow pasture, mm-hmm. and it was a field that you and I were so used to seeing here in PEI, it wasn't there, so that picture was very hard for people to get their head around and uh, where it started 12 years ago is not where I thought it would be today, but it was a start, and you had to to start somewhere, and I don't think people could envision it then the same way as they can envision it now. What you see in in that event, that world-class event that happens every year, is not, people now have a picture of it, they didn't have that picture 12 years ago, so, uh, and I don't think, we did, or I did. Uh, it's continued to evolve and take shape, and and it's no different than any entrepreneurial jump. You you just keep going forward, and you see what can be done, and you you, you try to have the confidence that you can make it, you can make it work. So it's been a great it's been a great story. In yeah. starting that, did you did you walk out
2: there, and was there ever a moment like even before you know you put the stage up? Yeah. That hey, someone like. Keith Urban or Carrie Underwood yeah. is going to come here to PEI in this field, yeah. and there's, there's going to be, be ta- thousands and thousands of people. Yeah,
0: and Chris, when you say it like that, that is that is truly that is one of the, that's one of those who would have thought it, you know, who would have thought it? Questions and yeah. and uh, um, no, but I can tell you once we started having the event, uh, I remember year one and on the Sunday to close of the close night when Reven McIntyre was on the stage. Um, and it was a temporary stage there and a lot of the stuff was temporary and it didn't uh, a lot of the stuff we've added over the years wasn't there then but I do remember that first Sunday night that year and looking at that sun setting at about 9 30 quarter to 10 going down go, you know, going, going down over the Gulf of St. Lawrence and it was a beautiful night and the spruce trees silhouetted there uh, uh, in the sunlight Reba was on the stage the queen of country music mm-hmm. uh, everybody from, from 10 to 75 years old was there having an unbelievable time. And I do remember that night, looking across that field going, this can be a whole lot more. And we're just early days of scratching the surface of of what could go on here. Um, And it fit for PEI. PEI has something, North Shore PEI, the summer. um, We took everything that was tourism, um, beaches, mystique of, of Cavendish as, as the backdrop, and we wrapped all that around world-class country music, and it's turned into CBMF. And if you say those four letters, everybody knows what CBMF means. And to be able to put that meaning to those letters after four years has been an incredible journey. Um, but that's a long-winded answer to your question. But yes, I do remember that night and saying, this could be this could be the start of something pretty spectacular and it has been how how challenging is it now
3: to keep it you know fresh and yeah keep
0: it from growing stagnant? I guess or yeah I think it's um, I think Travis that you know people have so many um, let's be honest if somebody was was 18 12 years ago they're now 30 and the experience has changed but I think inherently you um, People love, uh, people love country music. Mm-hmm. People, that, sorry, not everybody loves country music. The people, people. who do love it, uh, love it that, a lot. They love it a lot. It's like Alpine. Yep. It's like <laughs> Alpine, you're right. And it's something. It's something that I think has just become part of their summer yeah. tradition. And it's just not about the music. It's about going to Cavendish on the second week in July, having that great exposure to live, world class country music and it's, it's my, you know, me and my buddies and their, their spouses and their partners and, and uh, they go every year and it's a great experience. And by the way, Carrie Underwood is playing this year. And by the way, Dan and Shay is playing this year. And there's just, the music is part of it, but it's almost, it, it's become a tradition. It's become uh, an unbelievable experience for family and friends to have it as part of their summer gathering get togethers. Um, and it's and it's fun yeah uh, and you know I can look at you guys and, and you guys come every year with your with your with your friends and your families and your partners and that kind of stuff and it's it's that checkpoint of saying hey summer's here I you know let's go listen to the music and have a great have a great great time so that's how you keep refreshed. Right. you keep you keep the music that appeals to, to, to people with that experience of it being that fun summer. Uh, outing that, guess what, if you live in the Canada, it's right in our backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everybody loves, let's face it, uh, PEI in the summer, there's no better place. Yeah. Uh, I've said for years, I hate leaving here in the summer, uh, from June until really the end of September. I'm yeah. um, like, I, if, if I have to leave PEI, it has to be out of necessity because there's no better place yeah. um, than PEI in the, in, in, in the summer. Yeah. Um.
3: I guess I'll get to this question now. You talked about your team a little bit, Jeff. Um, you mentioned Kara, obviously. Mm-hmm. The boys. Yeah. Chris and Cam are home. Yeah. Jake's away. Jake's away. He's far north. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how big of an adjustment has that been? Probably more for you guys than for him.
0: Well, I think if you asked, you know, uh, great, that, you're bang on, Travis. I, I think if you asked Jake, I, I think Jake would say he was ready for it and the adjustments about what I think any young hockey player aspires to is going someplace and continuing to learn their trade and develop their skills. Uh, and they want to do that and they expect to do that. And that when the time comes, I think they're ready for it. Yeah. I think as mom and dad and and, and, and family here, I, I think um, it's, it's adjusting to, uh, you know, your household not, not being uh, as busy your your time commit your time commitments not being a, a, as busy and realizing that there's uh you know your uh, um, your your son has kind of gone on to that next stage of his his life which is affecting the next stage of your life right, yeah. so yeah it's been uh, it's been a, 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 an adjustment for sure and having said all that it's been a tremendously positive adjustment I think yeah um, we all feel good about what's going on there right now and jake's on his part of his his next uh next challenges and and then uh you know there's the rest of the family we're looking on at being supportive and using our energy to, to support him yeah 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 i think I, I guess i'm thinking more of of
3: cam than chris you know chris yeah. is an adult but cam cam's big brother's gone but yeah it and probably provides him with a little bit of they, yeah, I, it's a role model, or, for sure. Yeah. I think
0: the first thing I'd say, Cam and, and Jake, his brothers, 25 months between those guys, mm-hmm. and they're close. Yeah. Uh, they both, you know, shared uh, playing sports, growing up, growing up in in uh, baseball and hockey, and they're very, very close. And I think it's really um, Cam's had the advantage of maybe seeing Jake go through this mm-hmm. a couple of years, the the big brother, yeah. Uh, watching him go through it and, and his different challenges uh, as he's gone through the last few few years and. He's hit that front row seat and seeing that, and I think that'll serve him. You know, that'll serve him well yeah. uh, as he goes, uh, as Cam continues to do his hockey thing and and see what it can do for you know see what it can do for him. So yeah. um, adjustment for sure. Uh, Technology is amazing. Um, there's a couple of Facetimes every day uh, um, with uh, with with Jake and and uh, I know him and Cam. Uh, FaceTime and text, and uh, they're uh, they maintain that closeness of yeah. of, of, uh, of, of of brothers. Yeah, yeah.
3: great. And their end, is a good city too. It's great, great good, city. Good organization. Great organization,
0: great city. Can't comment enough on on uh, on that organization and uh, Coach Bouliard is the coach and GM and and uh, It's a uh, it's a it's a first class organization. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely.
2: So Jeff, when I look at you talk about busyness of life and especially with the boys yeah. you know playing a ton of hockey um, you know you're involved in your business ventures. How do you balance being dead squires mm-hmm. and
0: CEO squires? Uh, talk about challenges because you don't miss many of the hockey games no nope. <laughs> and I, and I haven't over the years and uh, very proud of, very proud of that um, for sure but it's required uh, self-management. And self-awareness, and uh, um, sometimes you have to be working, Chris. What I would say is that you have to be working sometimes when other people aren't. And um, Monday to Friday really doesn't exist as far as a work week. It's you have a you have a week or you have a month, and it all kind of blends together. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's pros. There's for sure. There's pros and cons of all that, and it, it's how you decide to, to tackle that. Um, and Take take that on and make it make it work. So, um, it's it's all about self management, and self awareness, and doing what you need to do to be 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 effective. Uh, technology is a wonderful asset, uh, and having uh, having good people around uh, working alongside and working with you is is obviously um, paramount.
2: So, with that time management, how much does taking care of yourself physically play into that? Like we'll hear. You know, it's a new year. We hear from people, well, I'm too busy to exercise. Right. But then we kind of think back to people like yourself, who yeah. clearly have a lot on the go. But you're working out. I think yeah. you're a bit of a yogi too. Love the yeah.
0: yoga. Love the hot yoga. You know, it's you're on, on the
2: team. ice with the boys. Yeah. You know, whatever. Does that?
0: How does that play in? Uh, I think it's probably the number one thing, Chris, that you have to you have to do. If if you're not if you don't have a healthy body. I don't think you have a healthy mind because it becomes a, a distraction and a deterrent and a, frustra- and a and a frustration. So, I think when I look at my week, uh, front and centers is making sure you get that hour or hour and a half every day, uh, and you incorporate it. Uh, if I was meeting with Chris McPhee and Travis McIsaac like I am here today, I'd be here. I think you need to very purposely. It's not a it's not an if or it's not a question mark. You have to do it. So. If, if, if you need to make sure that you're getting to Synergy Fitness or you're getting to hot yoga or you're getting a bike ride in or you're getting a run in, you have to maintain and keep that commitment because it's a commitment to yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can't be any good to your family, to your colleagues, to your community, uh, to your businesses. You can't be any good if your body isn't working properly, uh, if you're down and out and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're sick or you're ill or you're distracted by your body not working properly uh, and the frustrations that come from that. So uh, that to me is always, I'm very fortunate that, that uh, you know, from a very young age, I was, I was with the, the benefits of, of physical activity uh, and had the benefits of being involved in sports, but continuing that now as, as a 50 year old guy is, is has, to me, it's, it's uh, always front and center on my daily routines which I think has allowed you to continue for your head just as importantly, it's your body. But I think more importantly is it allows your your head to function uh, properly and and you can be focusing your energies on um, what needs to be focused on, whatever those things are. Mm -hmm. So, it's huge. Um,
3: You kind of touched on it, Jeff, that not every day or looks the same or, you know, the weeks and months kind of blend together, Yeah. certainly there's a lot that's out of your control. would you say you're routine-oriented? Like, do you have certain routines that you like to stick to to help maybe center yourself or ground yeah. yourself amidst,
0: amidst it all? Definitely. Uh, certain things, like um, I really, I, I don't think I've set, uh, I couldn't tell you really the last time I've sat an alarm clock and paid attention to it, you just kind of wake, wake up. Yeah. Um, The routine, your body knows if you're not getting physical activity, if I'm if I'm traveling or if I hit two or couple of days off because of work commitments or, or, or co- co- coaching commitments and your, and your routine is off a little bit. Uh, I know when I travel, I always bring my sneakers and my my, uh, my workout gear to make sure that if you're at a hotel or you're outside the spring or summer, you can get a run in or you can get down to the fitness facility. Um, but those routine things, uh, your eating patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that you, uh, you know, we all like to splurge a li- little bit, whether it's on the good meal or the good beer or the good wine. We all like to do that, but it's all about, I think, balance and making sure that it is part of your regular routines. You're, you're managing your, your eating habits properly, and I think our routines help us be, um, the positive routines help us be effective. I think the same way probably in which if you decide to take on some negative routines, right. they can... Uh, they can really uh, detract they can really detract from you being effective in, in work against you
3: do you think your athletic/ slash coaching background
0: kind of helps with that uh, completely helps and understand it yeah um, again I go back to um, you just understand that your 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 body needs to function properly for you to yeah. be, uh, to you be a, a contributor and be an effective uh, person around I also think that... <coughs> When you play sports and and you're involved, the, the benefit I you know the benefit I've had is is the people I've met and the interactions over the last long time. Um, you know you share common things, and I think people who are involved in in, in healthy activities they also feed and learn off one another, um, and you pick up you pick up healthy attitudes mm-hmm. uh, and habits um, from being involved in those in those activities, and I've seen that and. and um, I would even suggest the last have, have you know in your industry what you and Chris do in the in, in the fitness and the healthy lifestyle I've learned I think more in the last I'm going to say five to eight years looking at how educated young people are now with regards to oh, yeah. fitness yeah. and healthy living and that kind of stuff and I've seen it with my own boys yeah. and that's almost uh, I think allowed me to be um, at this stage of my at this stage of my Career to being reinvigorated a little bit. I've learned as much. I think watching um, players I've coached and how they approach things and how my boys have approached things from a healthy uh, training attitude. That's rubbed off on me, yeah. and I'm like, okay, it's uh, it's uh, it's really been fun um, being part of that. Right. And, and that continuing education and continuing learning that's, that's happened. You
3: know? Yeah, I was I was thinking of that when you're talking about Jake being away, and yeah. even thinking of Cam and. I guess midget age players that are trying to get to, to where Jake is like they're so much more ready than than I was when I left for like, sure. Right? It's, you, it's you night know, and day. It's, wow. it's
0: it's night and day. Yeah. and The days of going to the gym and, and doing a bench press and doing a squat, um, you know, those are dinosaur days. Yeah. Now it's it's all it, it's all about you know mobility training and core training and flexibility yeah. and then you know and strength and like all that yeah. it's broken down. And the ability for the for the fourteen to eighteen year old yeah. to have access to to great training and and uh, all the different areas that, that they can work on to help make them a better athlete it's it's incredible right and yeah. that's not the way that's not the way it was and not saying the way it was was bad that's just yeah that's, that's just information it's just information, information. in different times right yeah. so yeah. absolutely
2: so. We can't hold Jeff that long. He's a busy man.
3: He's very busy. So, do we come with a good one? Is it the one I'm thinking of? Theme song. The theme song. That's the one I was saying. So, of before them. we go, <laughs> Jeff, and we appreciate your time. Yeah. Now, but no, this is going to be the, This who could who be does. your
2: your easiest question, or might be the hardest. Wow. We're going to open every podcast with a theme song of or our guest, or close, or close. What would your theme song be, and why? Lover of mu,
0: lover of music, all genres. Just to be clear, not just country, but uh, I, I can swing, I can swing, swing pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, gotta like Journey. Don't ah. stop believing. Uh, classic, classic That's country in there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> always pretty mo, always pretty motivational, and uh, around the the ranks or the ball fields or the the dorm rooms when somebody put on Tina Turner in the best, <laughs> Yeah. You know, always kind of gets your, up, up, Is, up, always gets your attention.
3: Was Tracy Guerin's Tina Turner? She was Team Tina. Yeah. She, yeah. we gave her Celine Dion or Tina Turner, and she was Team Tina. Uh, you know, love, uh,
0: you know, love, uh, you know, Neil Diamond, Ooh, Sweet terrible. Caroline, like, you know, you bring, For, bomb, bomb, bomb. forever in blue jeans. For, yeah. Forever, you know, Travi, <laughs> yeah, it's a good For, good. forever, you know, forever, you know, big, big Neil Diamond, big Neil Diamond fan here. Uh, got, gotta love, uh, gotta love. You know, I may go with Sweet, uh, you know, may go with Sweet Carolina. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good, one. It's a good one. It's Fenway. Yeah, yeah, Fenway. I, I could swing, I could swing right back to Conway Twenty Two on the countryside. Nobody wears a, a better bla- a, a better orange blazer than Conway. <laughs> you know, Brill Cream Hair, Orange Blazer, you know, Conway 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 can uh, Conway can, uh, can, can bring it. So, you have a good number of there. I <laughs> think <laughs> I, I think I
2: think we gotta go with Neil Dime.
3: Yeah. Neil I think mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Tina Turner's in my iTunes library. All the other ones are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. So, there you go. <laughs> that'll be uh Neil Diamond. Yeah, that's a good one, sweet Caroline.
2: That'd be a good one. Yeah. Maybe you can close with Tina. Maybe. You just
0: never know. You yeah, go I we'll will bookend it. You go with Conway. Hello, darling. Yeah, yeah. 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 You go look at you go look at the way he go Google some images of Conway and the way he dressed. Outrageous. Just, oh. Like you see the young guys now going to drink with some of the flashy pages yeah. and that stuff. You go look at Conway in the fifties and sixties. He had the nicest friggin' blazers going <laughs> Name or, like?
3: Orange, bright red, the hair all brillo green back. Like. Name like Conway, you gotta. Right? You, you gotta, gotta back it up. You, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta back <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff.
2: Yeah. Appreciate I yeah. coming yeah. in. Yeah. All Thank right. you. I love
0: That was, was great. Love yeah. Yeah. Was nice. Did we hit on
1: her? Who would have believed you'd come along? Hands, touching hands, reaching out, touching me, touching Don't sing. and more.